Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights, here with another weekend episode, a shorter episode. Might do a longer episode later when the 2021 Basketball Hall of Fame, the final selections. These are the 14 finalists, and I might note that it's not the NBA Hall of Fame, it's the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame, which covers uh, pretty much all of basketball. It's not just the NBA career, even though it's heavily, that's what we think of. The actual class will be announced in May. It's been a little while. I've reflected on this. But first, thanks sponsors, Tops, Panini, Upper Deck, Heritage Auctions, Huggins Scott Auctions, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Burbank Sports Cards, CompC.com, and Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication. Each one of these individuals, perhaps with maybe one exception, have cards. So you could go after the card of the player or coach or contributors and find some of them, perhaps not all. So I'm going to just pick seven out of the 14. I don't know how many they're going to actually wind up with. They may do more or less, but if I just do seven, that's basically taking half of the 14 and and I'll try to do it that way and try to look at the, the different categories and break them out for you. Leading off is Paul Pierce. Uh, I think Paul Pierce is a definite in, again, great college career, not the great stats in, in college because he played at Kansas with a very unselfish system, but great college player. And, uh, and a great pro, really, uh, was the, the key star for the Celtics for a while. And then when they surrounded him with talent, he still w- was a star. So I've got Paul Pierce going in first ballot. It's his first uh, chance. Another first opportunity guy is Michael Cooper, one of the first 3 and D guys. He's was an amazing player, especially defense. In fact, I don't even know you can say 3 and D because I don't think he was 3. 3 wasn't as big a deal in those days. But D, he was the guy. And I am not putting him on my list. I think he was great, but he got benefit from the Lakers system where they had plenty of offensive firepower, but he did the dirty work along with Kurt Rambis and some other guys like that that kind of uh, cleaned up and played really hard on defense. An exemplary player, uh, a near Hall of Famer, but not a Hall of Famer in my book. In spite of throwing his WNBA coaching a success, and you just look at it, this guy was 6'5". He played, I think, taller, but 6'5 and about 175 which weighs a lot less than you would think for somebody that uh, was going against big, strong guys every other night or whenever the NBA was playing in those days. And then thirdly of the new people is Chris Bosh. I think Chris Bosh gets in. I don't have him as a top 50 player, but an excellent player. They mentioned that he was an 11-time All-Star. That is not as big a deal to me as an All-Pro. I, I want to see guys who are selected by their peers, not just to participate in an NBA all-star game, which is largely an exhibition and a demonstration of offensive firepower and uh, dunk central. But Chris Bosch, a really good player and probably makes it in the Hall of Fame, if not this year, perhaps next year. But I think he can hold his head high. He was strong for the Raptors and then the Heat. So he's, he's a good candidate and I think he's going to get in. Of the other first-time finalists, probably the second rank were Rick Edelman, Jay Wright, Yolanda Griffith, Lauren Jackson, Marianne Stanley, and Bill Russell. Of those six, I'm just going to pick two. I'm going to pick a woman, and it, Lauren Jackson, a three-time WNBA MVP. That speaks to me. Alana Griffith was a great player, and, and some of her best years predate the WNBA. So I think she'll eventually get in, but not this year on the first ballot. I've got Lauren Jackson. Bill Russell, I think he's going to get in. It's hard to vote against Bill Russell, inclusion as a coach. He's already in as a player. I philosophically, I wonder about that, but there's precedent for that. He he certainly was uh, an amazing coach and an amazing player. Real student of the game, and he could make it happen. Jay Wright, I th- think he could eventually get in, but I think he's got a way. He's still active. Uh, Rick Edelman, he loses points. He was not a great player. He was a good player. I remember pointing out to my wife at a game when he was 
coaching. And I said, that guy used to be a player. He said, really? <laughs> he doesn't look like he was a player, but he was a good player, but not a great player. Certainly not an all-star and, and an excellent coach. But I actually have Jay Wright rated ahead of Rick Edelman. And Jay Wright is still writing a story and, and got a lot uh, out of his team this year. Marianne Stanley, still active. So I think she can wait. Again, excellent coach. A uh, lot of longevity, some excellence uh, along the way, but uh, I'm going to make her wait, but she may eventually get in. Okay, lastly were the group of returning finalists, uh, those who had not gotten in before. Uh, Lita Andrews, who's the all-time winningest high school coach, male or female. Chris Weber from Michigan, as well as uh, a, a really good pro. I think he was a, a greater college guy, and it must have been great in high school. He pretty much captain, I think, of the Fab Five all of whom played, I think all of whom, I don't know if Ray Jackson played, but Jimmy King and Jalen Rose, Juwan Howard, who's going on to college coaching. But Chris Weber is in for me, commentator, service to the game over uh, three decades now. Tim Hardaway, I think he's going to have to wait. I don't think he gets a benefit from Tim Hardaway Jr. Maybe if Tim Hardaway Jr. becomes the sixth man of the year this year. But uh, Tim Hardaway, I think, has to wait. And I don't know that he even gets in. Maybe he does. He had that amazing crossover when it was more difficult to uh, pull that off because they didn't let you dribble the ball the same way you can do now. Marcus Johnson is in for me. I think he was one of the most outstanding college players I ever saw. He was my favorite player that year for a couple of years when he dominated. And then I think he had some great years as a pro, but he eventually got injured. But he was just an amazing athlete and really uh, could carry a team. And I have one memory of him under the basket and going up and two guys tried to prevent him to give him a hard foul and kind of grabbed him. He still went up and still made the shot. So he was just a, a real strong player. Another super strong guy, I'm not denying his strength, is Ben Wallace. And I think Ben Wallace had so much excellence on the defensive side of the ball. They say he's four-time NBA Defensive Player of the Year. Again, very worthy on that side. But he was so much of a non-threat, I think, offensively that, again, we shouldn't evaluate him with the lens of now. If you're not uh, even an offensive threat at all, it allows defenses to trick up their coverage, to leave somebody that their only possibility is getting a dunk because they have no outside shot whatsoever. So that's what I have. I have Paul Pierce getting in, leading the class. Chris Bosch of the new guys also getting in. Lauren Jackson, very comfortable with her being the female player suggestion, although Yolanda Griff, Griff would probably get in. Bill Russell, who could say no to him? Chris Weber, Marcus Johnson. And then finally, I'm going to put in Lita Andrews, who was a fellow Texan, again, winningest high school coach. I think that sends the right signal. She's been on the list of finalists for six or seven years, I think. So I don't think they put her on the list just to give her grief to not be selected. So I think this is the year that she gets in. Those are my seven. Again, I'm not sure Lita Andrews has cards, but I know all the others do. Again, you might want to anticipate that. Even those who would not be selected, still, it's uh, people play that game of uh, when he gets in the Hall of Fame, there'll be a bump. That's not always true, but it's sometimes true. Actually, it's sometimes true because a lot of people believe it. <laughs> so anyway, have a great weekend. I will be back again on Monday with another episode and uh, enjoy basketball card collecting as well as all the other sports that you love. Thanks. Bye.